as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself, or himself, beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So we'll go back to verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So the Holy Spirit is one who is sent to lead us. As we have uh, shared a number of different things the Holy Spirit does, but today talking about the Holy Spirit being our guide, it says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So as children of God, other translations say, are children of God. So as children of God, or sons and daughters of God, people of God, God has sent the Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us. Now, one thing we know is that the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, is to lead us, according to uh, John chapter 16, is to lead us and guide us into all truth. So he will always lead us in line with the Word of God, and he will teach us the truth. So then, when it comes to personal direction in your life, Holy Spirit not only teaches you the Word or leads you into the truth of God's Word, but he leads you and guides you in personal affairs. In other words, in your personal life, the Holy Spirit will direct your steps. The steps of a good man, the scripture says, are ordered by the Lord. So the Holy Spirit will order your steps. I remember uh, years ago, I was teaching in a Bible school in Italy. And uh, uh, actually, Patsy Caminetti, who is uh, Trina Hankins' uh, sister, uh, and so... Uh, Patsy said this statement. She said, the Lord will order your life if you will let him. The Lord will order your life if you will let him. So the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you and he will direct you. When it says as many as are led by the Spirit of God, the implication is that God never makes you do anything. That God leads you or he directs you or he guides you. So we then would need to recognize him as our guide or to acknowledge him as our guide in order to be guided or led. Uh, many years ago, we went on a vacation and we were in Maui and uh, we went on a hike. Uh, on this hike, we had a tour guide. It was a personal tour guide, uh, Pastor Mark Hankins and Trina and Myself and Vicky, we just said we wanted to go on a hike, so we went into the rainforest, and we had a guide. Many other people did not have a guide. They just went on the trail. They went on the walk themselves. They discover certain things based on their on their uh, own explore, uh, exploring or uh, looking or uh, just whatever they could figure out along the way. Well, then, uh, we had a tour guide, so she would point out things that they didn't see. So, as a Christian, as a believer, you have a personal tour guide that he'll point out some things that other people don't see. So, if you will let the Holy Spirit guide you, in other words, don't get ahead of your guide. Don't get behind or lag behind your guide. You know, uh, we just uh, went to Israel, and we went on a tour in uh, Israel, 
And so in order to uh, stay up with the guide, uh, you need uh, to, uh, in that particular case, we had a, it was a larger group, of course, and we had headsets. So, and uh, in order to hear your guide, you had to have your headset turned on. But not only do you need it turned on, you need your battery charged. So every now and then, somebody would say, I can't hear you. Well, either they didn't have it turned on or uh, their battery was dead. So spiritually, you got to keep your battery charged. We've already talked about the Holy Spirit will help you keep your battery charged, right? Building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, right? When you speak in an unknown tongue, you're doing what? Edifying yourself. You're charging yourself spiritually up. So you need to keep your battery charged if you're going to follow your Holy Spirit tour guide. And you need to stay turned on to the Holy Spirit. And so if you'll stay tuned in and turned on to the Holy Spirit and keep your battery charged in order to do so, then you'll be able to hear what the guide is saying or you'll be able to hear his voice when he's talking to you. And then you don't miss out on the opportunities that are right before you. Now, if you're just kind of wandering around Israel, then you'd see a lot of interesting things, but there's a lot of things you would never know what you were looking at. But if you have somebody that knows the past and knows the present and knows something about the future of Israel, then they're going to share with you some revelation or understanding or knowledge that they have that you're going to be able then to uh, receive. And now you know more than somebody that's just wandering around. Right. right. So as a Christian, we're not just wandering around. We have a personal tour guide and the Holy Spirit has been sent to lead us and to guide us. But in order to be led, you want to have your spiritual battery charged so that you can hear what the, what the guide is saying. Now then, of course, you know, I've been to Israel on tours that they didn't have headset. And so some people, they're distracted. And, you know, we had a different tour guide at the time. And so, uh, it, you know, with the iPhones now and smartphones, people take all kinds of pictures, you know. And they take pictures. They don't even know what they're taking pictures of. And so here you are. You got this guide that has all of this knowledge that he wants to communicate. And so you got the people that are lagging behind taking pictures. And when they look at them later, they have no clue what they took a picture of. So they got hundreds and hundreds and even thousands of pictures. And they don't even know what they were. So now they missed out on the information or the knowledge or, uh, or the insight concerning the picture that they took because they didn't stay up. They lagged behind because they're taking pictures of stuff. So the tour guide, he's kind of an interesting tour guide. He, he, he was a fun guy, but uh, he kind of got a little irritated with people like, hey, you're on a tour, you know. Follow me. Can you imagine sometimes Holy Spirit, hey, hey, y'all, I'm here, you know, pay attention. And so sometimes there are people, they're all assertive and aggressive, and they want to run ahead. They want to run ahead and figure out things before the tour, God gets there. <clears throat> so that's the way Christians are sometimes. They're either lagging behind. Or they're running ahead, and the Holy Spirit is saying, uh, would you kind of slow it down a little bit? 
And to the slow people, he's saying, would you pick it up a little bit and pay attention? I'm going somewhere, you know. We have some things to do. We have a lot of information we want to communicate, some wisdom and insight we want to reveal. We want to lead you and guide you, but you got to stay with me in order to get what I'm trying to tell you. Or see what I'm trying to show you. So the Holy Spirit being our tour guide in life and throughout our life, if we will trust in Him, rely upon Him, He will lead us and He will guide us into the plan of God regarding our lives. And so the amazing thing here is that Holy Spirit is not just for the pastor or just for an apostle, a prophet, or evangelist. The Holy Spirit is for everybody. And the Holy Spirit is your personal guide in your life. And he'll live on the inside of you and he will lead you and guide you concerning what God's plan is for your life. I mean, it can be the simplest things. It could be about your relationship with your husband or your wife or your family or your children. The Holy Spirit can prompt you. He can help you to know when to talk and when not to talk. When to respond, when not to respond, right? What to say, when to say it, how to say it. He can talk to you about the simplest things of your relationships. He can talk to you about a major life change. In other words, a major choice. And life is filled with choices. And every day of your life, you're going to make decisions and choices. And those choices will determine the outcome of your life. They're going to determine some uh, things that will occur or some things that won't occur. Because if you're in the right place at the right time with the right people, then there's going to be some good things that happen. If you're in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people, you're going to have some negative experiences and you'll wish you hadn't gone down that road with those people, right? So all of life is filled with choices and your choices are going to determine the outcome or the experience of life that you have, either negative or positive. (laughs) Well, God wants you to have a positive outcome. He wants you to experience life at its best, at its highest. You know, some people, they kind of have the idea God's just trying to take all their fun away. I've had more fun serving God than I have ever serving the devil. Uh, You know, just following Jesus and doing the will of God and following the plan of God and whatever his plan is for your life and whatever his purpose is for your life, the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you. So as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the what? Sons of God. Now we'll go down to verse 16. His Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. The Holy Spirit bears witness with our what? Spirit. So the Holy Spirit gives you an inner witness in your heart or in your spirit, your inner man. Your spirit, the three parts of your being, you are spirit, you have a soul, you live in a body. According to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the Holy Spirit indwells you, and the Holy Spirit will light up your inner man or your spirit man and help you to know what God's plan is for your life. Now again, it can be in the smaller matters of your life. It can be in the simplest areas of your life, relationships in your life. It could be, you know, uh, just a decision that you make, a prompting to go for it, you know, a prompting uh, to make that step or take that step of faith or action, or it may be a major life change in your life. You know, I could just give you a little bit of my own personal experience uh, many years ago, of course, at this point. About almost 38 years ago, the Holy Spirit said to me, after coming here, I came to Las Vegas 
uh, to teach and, and uh, minister to uh, some guys that were in the Air Force. Pastor Andy was one of those guys. And so he was a young man, and I was a young man. We were just, I was endeavoring to obey God, and he had recently gotten saved. And he didn't have an idea of what he was coming to Las Vegas for. He was coming to Las Vegas to be in the Air Force. He didn't have an idea that he would eventually be an associate pastor of a church, and he'd be a part of a ministry and, and, and uh, stay here and live here in Las Vegas all these years. He didn't have that plan, but you know God did. You know, God knows the plan before you get there. He has good plans for our life, no doubt. His mom was praying. People were praying. We were praying, right? God was, God was setting up a circumstance. God was setting up some things for his life. God has good plans for people's lives. And look what the Lord has done. Amazing grace. Amen. And so, Holy Spirit, then, in our lives, we're in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was... I had just, I'd gone to Bible school, and at that time, I was teaching in a local Bible school, a local church, and uh, so uh, then also doing some traveling, and so I had an opportunity. These guys actually heard a tape uh, that I had taught and uh, asked me to come and preach and teach, and so uh, I had an opportunity. There's another a couple of invitations in California. I spoke at a couple of churches there in the same trip. And so <laughs> I came to Las Vegas first, and uh, they wanted to start the uh, services at 12 midnight. So we're young, and all young enough had enough energy to do that. And uh, so we started the uh, services at midnight. I, we'd sing, and then we'd, I'd teach for an hour or so. They'd ask questions, and we'd talk about the Bible. And then in the morning, uh, you know, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, we go, as we said on the video, we go have a steak and eggs at the Flamingo Hotel. And so, $1.99, can't beat it. All right, New York State, couple eggs, hash browns, not bad for $1.99. Those days are gone forever. All right, so, so anyway, we, are, we, we do that a few nights, and, uh, you know, I just was doing what I was called to do, teach the Bible. I didn't know I was going to come. Be honest with you, had no clue. I was going to come here and pastor a church. Had no idea. I just knew I was just obeying the call to preach the gospel, teach the word of God. So I was here, and after a few days of doing that, we went on uh, to California and preached at those two churches. Well, then I went back to Oklahoma, and the Holy Spirit began as I was praying and seeking God, just praying, like I'd always done, just praying and seeking God. The Holy Spirit spoke a word in my heart. He said, go to Las Vegas and start a church. So Holy Spirit gave me direction or gave me guidance. Well, I knew I was called to preach. I'd known that as a teenager. I knew I was called uh, now at that time. I knew I was called to pastor, but I didn't know where I was going to pastor, and I didn't know when. You know, but I did have my own ideas. I was thinking I would go back to North Carolina, Raleigh, North Carolina, capital of North Carolina, and start a church. That'd be a good place. Start a church. Sounds like a good idea. You know, all your good ideas are not necessarily God. All right. so, but it's a good idea. And it wasn't a bad thing. It was a good thing. It was a good deed, good thing to do. But it wasn't God's will for my life. So I'm just waiting on God, praying, seeking God. And the Holy Spirit said, go to Las Vegas and start a church of all places. You know, I grew up in a small town, North Carolina. You know, you go to Las Vegas, people can't even understand your English. 
First time I said, you got a well of water springing up in, uh, into everlasting life. I said that in, in uh, Michigan, Kalamazoo, Michigan. I was, that was before I was pastoring here. I said, you have a well of water springing up in, into everlasting life. And uh, a girl, a college student, after the service, she came up and she drew a picture of a whale. She thought I was talking about a whale <laughs> with, with him shooting water up. So... Anyway, Holy Spirit said, go to Las Vegas and start a church. It's not about where you're from. It's where God's called you to go. Amen. And so, Holy Spirit said, go to Las Vegas and start a church. So, um, you know, at that time, I just waited on God. I didn't just run and tell Vicky because Vicky and I were talking about our relationship and uh, talking about marriage at the time. But I prayed on that a little bit. And after a, a little season of time, maybe a month or two, I talked to Vicky and I, I presented to her three options. You know, at that time, I could continue to travel and speak. I was called to teach. So I just preach wherever the doors open. And so I was doing that. And I said, we can continue to do that. And I was teaching in that local church Bible school, so I could continue to do that. And they wanted me to do it. And so uh, then another uh, pastor in California said, you know, I'd like for you to come and uh, be an associate pastor. It was a good position. It was a good church, a growing church, and it was doing well. And they needed an associate pastor, and so they asked me to do that. Or I could come to Las Vegas and start a church. So I gave Vicki those three things. Now, I didn't say to her, you know, uh, these are three things, but the Lord said to me, uh, go to Las Vegas and start a church. No, I just gave her those three things, gave her no indication of what I believe the Lord wanted us to do. So I said, if you just pray about that and seek God, because I wanted her to know what I knew. Well, so she went and prayed and uh, sought the Lord regarding that. And uh, well, in her prayer time, she kind of uh, already, the Lord had been working in her about Las Vegas. So the Lord was working in her while he was working in me without us communicating. So the Holy Spirit is our guide. He knows where you're going. He, what, he knows what your next step is in life. Whether, and this is a pretty big deal for us. I mean, it's a major step. You know, we just got married later. You know, when we got married, we got married in August. And then we uh, came to Las Vegas and started a church in December. So that's pretty big steps, you know. Two big steps. We call those giant steps. Praise the Lord. So anyway, uh, she, she prayed about it. Well, she considered, well, the first time I came to Las Vegas, this is before the Lord said to me, so God was working in her before he was talking to me about it. So the uh, first time I said, I'm going to go to Las Vegas and then go to California. So she was just going to the calendar to check the dates to see when I would be gone. And she said, while she's walking to the calendar, she said out of her mouth, I'd be willing to go to Las Vegas. Well, when she said that, she knew what she said. In other words, she's saying to God without her head being involved. Her mind is not figuring this out. She said out of her mouth, I'd be willing to go to Las Vegas. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God. His Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So her mind had to catch up with this, you know. You know I, I, but when she said it, she had a consciousness and an awareness of what she was saying to God. I'd be willing to go to Las Vegas. Well, when I talked to her about those three options, she prayed about them, but she knew what had happened. Well, then you have to kind of back the uh, uh, life story up a little bit. 
when she was a teenager, a group of the uh, girls and, and drama team, they were, uh, went out to California, you know. One of her uh, friends, one of her, actually one of her best friends in high school has been in uh, Hollywood. She never made it as a big star, uh, but she's married to a big star at this point. Uh, so anyway, she, um, she went to Hollywood after she graduated. She went to acting school and all that. But Vicki, while she was there, they wanted to go out and see L.A. and all the uh, different sites. But one night she just stayed in the hotel. Well, God just opened her heart and she just prayed for that city. Well, that was kind of an environment change. You know, God uses your environment sometimes to enlarge your sights or your vision. Well, then later she heard... uh, Billy Graham on television preaching the gospel in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. That was right after the MGM fire. Some people know a little bit of the history of Las Vegas. And so the big MGM fire was a very tragic situation. But Billy Graham held a crusade right after that fire here in Las Vegas. Well, she saw him on television and God put Las Vegas in her heart. Well, then she says out of her mouth, I'd be willing to go to Las Vegas. You know, God has setups for your life. I'd be willing to go to Las Vegas. Well, then God is talking to me about go to Las Vegas and start a church. The Lord will order your life if you'll let him. If you will follow him and listen to him and listen to the tour guide, not lag so far behind, you know. Uh, we have different personalities. My wife is like, you know, a little more assertive than I am in personality. If you don't know us on a personal level, uh, that is a little insight. She's a little more assertive, a little more aggressive, uh, you know. And then I'm a little more, more laid back about things, and uh, I don't have to do it like now, you know. It's like life is good, all is well. Praise the Lord. So... Not in the big hurry. When I'm ready, I'm ready. But until then, you know, I'm just kind of not in a hurry about it when it comes to the will of God. So the Lord has to nudge me along. The Lord has to hold her back. You know, it's just an illustration of your life. Sometimes people are running ahead and they're ready to get it done now. And, you know, I just thought of it, but I'm now. It's Come on, y'all, let's go. All right, or, you know, and I'll pray about it, wait on God, you know, like I was doing. But, you know, the Holy Spirit, he has a plan. And the Holy Spirit can put it together if we'll listen, if we'll pay attention to his voice and pay attention to his leading and his guiding. But just remember, it's not your head, it's your heart. It's not your natural mind or your natural reasoning because my natural reasoning is go to North Carolina and start a church. Good thing, good idea. Sounds great. Great place. Growing city. Good place for a church. But the Holy Spirit had a different plan. You know, obviously. You know, actually, Pastor Vicki was more evan- you know, evangelist type. She didn't even think she would marry a pastor. That's, that's true. But God had a plan. And you can do evangelistic work in a city without being an evangelist. And so the Holy Spirit always has a plan. If you'll just let the Lord direct and order your steps, God will put you in the right place with the right people and the right person, right? And the right people in your life, and you'll get where God wants you to go. If you'll pay attention to the tour guide, and you have this tour guide living on the inside, 
and he doesn't lead you. See, being led by the Holy Spirit, again, is not just for the pastor or somebody's called to the ministry. It's for every individual, every believer. Anybody can be led by the Holy Spirit. Anybody can have this inner witness and this knowing. What is an inner witness? As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God. His Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. The most important thing you've ever known or will ever know in life is that you're a child of God. There's nothing more important than that, to know that you're a child of God. Know that you're saved. Know that you're born again. Have that assurance and that confidence. Nobody can talk you out of it. You just know that you're saved. You're a child of God. You're born again. God's your father. What is the verse before? It says uh, about the uh, crying, Abba, Father. In the middle of those two verses, verse 15 says, You have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. So God is your very own Father. And you know that. How? By the Holy Spirit's inner witness, this inner knowing, this inner peace and confidence and assurance that only God, the Holy Spirit, can give you. Most important thing that God wants you to know is that you're a child of God and that he's your father. Amen? So if he uses the inner witness to do that, why wouldn't he use the same inner witness to lead you and guide you in other areas of importance in your life? Amen? And he certainly does. The first and the primary and most uh, most prominent way that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide you in life is through this inner witness, just this inner knowing. I know that I know. I know that I know. I know that I know and have never questioned since that time because I let it settle, go to Las Vegas and start a church is in my heart, and I know that that was the voice of God and the will of God for my life. I know that like I know my name. It's as clear to me today as my name is David. I know that. Why? Because the Holy Spirit settled that word on the inside of me, and I knew that it was the Holy Spirit's direction in my life, so I have confidence. Well, the Holy Spirit can give you confidence regarding your life. He can direct and order your steps, and if you'll just listen to the Holy Spirit, you will not be disappointed because he'll always bring about his will. Sometimes he guides you and leads you with an unconsciousness. In other words, you're not even aware that God gets you. He was ordering Pastor Andy Steps to get into this place and to get connected with us and, and, and get saved and his life be turned around. He didn't know all of that. He was just going because he needed some more discipline in his life, right? He knew, he knew that. He needed to go, to, uh, go, go in the Air Force, a good place to learn a few things about life, right? They don't ask you if you want to do it. They tell you, right? They don't say, would you like to get in line? No, they just tell you what to do. And so he made a choice, and he got away from probably some people he needed to be away from. Then he connected with some people he didn't need to be with here. But then God connected him with some people he needed to be with, and he got saved. And then he came to the church. And life has been what it is because God had a plan. But then, of course, then he knows the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit begins to lead and guide and direct his life. So God has a plan for your life even before you have a clue. How many are glad about that today? Holy Spirit had a plan for you before you had a clue. But then you learn to recognize and acknowledge the Holy Spirit in your life, and the Holy Spirit directs and orders your steps, and you can have confidence in the steps 
that you take that God is involved and He is directing and ordering your steps.